Welcome to the Paranormal Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Thanks for stopping by. This is the place to explore mysteries, investigate the otherworldly, and share stories of the inexplicable and the strange. You see, within the realm of our daily, ordinary lives, there is a paranormal factor always waiting to reveal itself. So let's begin exploring together the truly weird. Welcome, listeners, and thanks for stopping by. As a reminder, the Paranormal Factor Podcast Facebook page is full of great content posted every weekday, Monday through Friday. So please go out to Facebook and search for The Paranormal Factor Podcast and start enjoying some of the paranormal content we have out there for you. Now, on to our episode. Off the coast of Half Moon Bay in California, an eyewitness reported that in 2007 she observed three UFOs while aboard the cruise ship Dawn Princess, since renamed Pacific Explorer in 2017. After about five minutes, three softly glowing objects came into view, three uniform, nearly spherical objects, evenly spaced in a line parallel to the ship's hull and hovering just above the water surface, she said. They appeared to stay in one place while the ship moved past them. They were hovering but didn't disturb the water below them. Well, just as they went out of my sight, the left one, toward the bow, splashed down into the water and it disappeared. I know you've heard of unidentified flying objects, UFOs, but have you heard of USOs? They are unidentified submerged objects, those strange lights and objects that have been observed diving into and traveling under the world's oceans, seas, lakes, and rivers for, well, really centuries. These mystery lights have been well documented by scientists, eyewitnesses, and even the military. The strange submerged lights are every bit as compelling as UFO sightings. We should note at the outset, many of these objects appear to be UFOs and USOs. That is, USOs exit water and become UFOs, and UFOs enter water, becoming USOs. So, let's take a closer look at this strange phenomenon. Nigel Watson, author of the UFO Investigations Manual, says, In the last 100 years, there has been a steady transition from seeing apparently terrestrial biological sea or lake monsters to seeing unidentified submarines or extraterrestrial aliens and their craft. Often, what in the past was regarded as the red eyes of a water monster are now interpreted as, well, the red lights of an unidentified submerged object or USO. There are many sightings of UFOs flying into and out of our oceans, which suggests that the sea craft have secret underwater bases that they use to operate from. Concentrations of such sightings indicate bases in the North Sea, Black Sea, and off the coast of California and Puerto Rico. In October 2014, a mysterious craft which surfaced in the Baltic Sea left Swedish forces scanning the ocean with specialized sensors as some speculated that a high-tech submarine could be in the area, and others suspected more mysterious forces were at play. Ships, helicopters, and troops were said to have investigated this foreign underwater activity in the Baltic Sea, some 30 miles off of Stockholm. UFO websites such as Latest UFO Sightings are convinced that the object might be a USO, an unidentified submerged object. After a flurry of earlier sightings in the area, 
including an unearthly mushroom-like object sighted on the seabed in 2011. Is this another mysterious activity involving a USO? The site asks. If they are to be believed, some of the most disturbing encounters have involved the U.S. Navy. With sophisticated detection capabilities, military submarines are in a unique position to discover unusual underwater objects. But have they? It would seem so. There has been a series of high-profile claims regarding U.S. Navy nuclear and attack submarines detecting and even interacting with unidentified submerged objects. The Warzone website reached out to some of its submarine contacts, all of which have many years of experience aboard U.S. Navy nuclear submarines, to see if detection of unidentified objects actually happens and what their thoughts were on the topic in general. Eyewitness reports of USOs are nothing new. Reports of them go back many years and some from credible sources, but being detected by nuclear submarines packed with the most sensitive listening equipment on the planet which today is comprised of sonar arrays and computer systems costing hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, that's another story entirely. On December 29, 2018, Danny Silva of thesilvarecord.com stated Tom DeLong, frontman for To The Stars Academy, a hybrid entertainment technology research group focusing on disclosure of information regarding UFOs, claimed, without any evidence it should be noted, that a few years ago an unidentified craft was underwater and pinned against the North Atlantic coast by multiple nuclear attack submarines for over a week. Another story from 2017 related the supposed first-hand account of astronomer and UFO researcher Mark D'Antonio describing a ride aboard a nuclear fast attack submarine in the North Atlantic and the sudden appearance of a very high-performance object on sonar. Once we got under, I was sitting in the sonar station and the sonar operator was sitting next to me. I was sitting there and all of a sudden the sonar kid shouts, fast mover, fast mover. And I'm thinking, what's happening? Is it a torpedo? The executive officer comes over and the operator shows him the path of the object and the officer says, how fast is that thing going? And the kid said, several hundred knots. I start to lean forward to listen in and the officer said, can you confirm it? So he goes to another sonar machine and confirmed it wasn't a machine anomaly. It was real. I thought, wow, this is incredible. When the sonar guy said, what do I do with this? The officer said, log it and dog it. In other words, log it and bury it. Four years later, Mark said he was doing some more contract work for the Navy when he spoke to a senior naval figure about what he saw. Well, I asked him, can you tell me about the fast mover program, D'Antonio said. He looked at me and said, sorry, Mark, I can't talk about that program. So he basically confirmed to me that the program exists. He said everything without saying anything. What that told me was that USOs are common and even have a program in place to classify and log and determine the speed of them. And I guess it just goes into a vault. The Navy encounters with USOs indicate these mystery machines, whatever they are, have even more impressive abilities than previously imagined. A recently leaked video captured by the U.S. Navy shows an unidentified flying object off the coast of San Diego moving across the sky before suddenly disappearing into the water. The video, obtained by documentary filmmaker Jeremy Corbell, 
was filmed in the Combat Information Center of the combat ship, the USS Omaha, on July the 15th, 2019. The footage shows a spherical object flying and darting above the water for several minutes before descending into the ocean. It splashed, military personnel said in the video. No wreckage or evidence of the object was ever recovered from the water. NBC News reported the Department of Defense confirmed the video was recorded by the Navy and is set to be reviewed by the Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, the panel established to look into the nature and origins of UAPs. Journalist Tom Rogan, in an appearance on Fox News, said, Relevant to this video, an area we will learn more about is the interaction between U.S. Navy submarines, nuclear ballistic submarines, and attack submarines, picking up sonar contact of things moving at hundreds of knots under the water. There is an undersea dimension to this on top of what the pilots are seeing above water. Many secretive things have also apparently happened at Guantanamo Bay, and an underwater UFO base may be one of them. A former Marine claimed to have seen many alien crafts during his time there back in the late 1960s, but was never allowed to talk about it outside of the base. According to this Marine, UFOs were spotted almost nightly, measured up to 100 feet wide, and resembled clouds with pulsating lights emanating from them. When I stood guard duty on the south side of the base, I witnessed on many, many nights UFOs landing and taking off out of the ocean. There were large blue lights moving around after their landing in the ocean and then slowly dimming down as they obviously descended deeper. It may be that close encounters like these are more common than we know. Because we have more sky than ocean and more pilots than sailors, it's no surprise UFOs are getting most of the attention. In an interview Commander David Fravor of the USS Nimitz gave to podcaster Joe Rogan about tracking the Tic Tac UFO, he went on to tell a story about a Navy helicopter pilot he served with. The pilot was trying to lower a diver down to recover a sonar buoy, only to have a huge craft appear below the surface of the water and suck the very expensive piece of U.S. government hardware down into the vast watery expanse never to be seen again. In October 2019, Commander Fravor discussed a spooky new sighting a fellow pilot revealed to him after they were both out of the Navy. According to Fravor, the eyewitness was a former pilot of the MH-53E Sea Dragon based at Naval Station Roosevelt Roads on the island of Puerto Rico. Twice while recovering spent practice munitions out of the water, the pilot spotted a weird underwater object. In the first incident, the pilot saw a dark mass underwater as he and his team retrieved a flying practice drone. The pilot described the object as a big mass, kind of circular, and was certain it was not a submarine. In the pilot's second sighting, a practice torpedo that the pilot was sent to recover was sucked down into the depths of the ocean in the presence of a similar underwater object. The torpedo was never seen again. These sightings are similar to Fravor's own sighting. According to the retired Navy pilot, the only reason he had seen the now infamous Tic Tac UFO was because it was hovering above a mysterious larger object that was sighted underwater. Fravor describes the object as cross-shaped and approximately the size of a Boeing 737 jetliner. He further described the water above it as though it were boiling or frothing and said the object disappeared after it caught his attention. In 1970, biologist Ivan Sanderson published the book Invisible Residence. 
Sanderson, a noted student of unusual phenomena, devoted the book to sightings of what were later called unidentified submerged objects. He defined USOs as unknown craft that are sighted in the water, sighted rising up out of the water, or diving into the water. Sanderson cataloged scores of reports of USOs. On April the 19th, 1957, crew members aboard the Kitsukawa Maru, a Japanese fishing boat, spotted two metallic silvery objects ascending from the sky into the sea. The objects, estimated to be 10 meters long, were without wings of any kind. As they hit the water, they created a violent turbulence. Sanderson also reports an incident that reportedly took place off the coast of Puerto Rico in 1963 during an anti-submarine warfare exercise. The maneuvers were conducted off Puerto Rico in the Atlantic some 500 miles southeast of the continental United States. All reports seem to agree that there were five small naval vessels concerned, but in more than one account, the aircraft carrier WASP is stated to have been the command ship. A sonar operator on one of the small vessels, otherwise listed as a destroyer, reported to his bridge that one of the submarines had broken formation and gone off in what appeared to be pursuit of some unknown object. This operator did not, of course, know if this was a fake, since the maneuvers they were engaged in were exercises designed to train personnel in detection of enemy craft. However, this operator's report was not all within the limits of any simulation. The trouble was the said underwater object was traveling at over 150 knots. According to Sanderson, no less than 13 craft, including anti-submarine warfare patrol aircraft, tracked the high-speed unknown object. Furthermore, it is said that technicians kept track of this object for four days and that it maneuvered to depths of 27,000 feet. USS Wasp was indeed an anti-submarine warfare carrier in 1963 and served in the Atlantic Fleet until decommissioning in 1972. However, to be clear, Sanderson provided no sourcing for the incident, nor is there any other information about it posted on the internet. Summing up the extraordinary nature of these encounters, writer Jerry Thornton notes, hundreds of knots underwater, objects hovering above our most sophisticated naval vessels, flying circles around our most advanced flying machines piloted by our best and brightest military personnel were, what, Chinese, Russian, planets, weather balloons, swamp gas? Then how about you take a stab at explaining this away, that there are submersible craft under our oceans that can travel at speeds that absolutely defy the laws of physics, hydrodynamics, and logic, that can travel through ocean water like they're in the vacuum of space, that everything we know about inertia, pressure, resistance, and gravity have absolutely no effect on them. And then tell me which of us is being a kook. And while the encounters with USOs by naval personnel is compelling, there are even more stories of USOs over the years that are also powerful examples of strange encounters, many of which have that UFO-USO connection. The Pacific Ocean, the largest of our oceans, covers nearly 64 million square miles and reaches depths of nearly 7 miles. That basically means that no beam of sunshine could ever reach the bottom of the ocean. It makes you wonder what could be hidden in those depths. Could there be hidden extraterrestrial bases? Well, many people besides naval personnel have reported sightings of USOs traveling through the world's waters. 
Others have caught glimpses of strange UFOs that have risen out of the water. How any of these could possibly be misidentified planes seems highly implausible unless the world's governments are working on flying submarine technology. It was noted author and biologist Dr. Ivan T. Sanderson who first suggested that it could be possible that an extraterrestrial presence on this planet could remain elusive by establishing bases at the bottom of the world's oceans. According to his research, 50% of UFO sightings actually occur over, coming out of, or near bodies of water. Here are some of the most credible documented cases suggesting the existence of these underwater USOs. Christopher Columbus, 1492. Famed Italian explorer Christopher Columbus on his journey to the New World actually saw a UFO. He recorded it in his journals as he traveled through the notorious Bermuda Triangle. It was October the 11th, 1492, and Columbus was sailing through one of the deepest parts of the Atlantic Ocean. After recording some magnetic anomalies at about 10 p.m., Columbus saw a bright light in the distance. It moved about on the surface of the sea. He was standing on the deck of the Santa Maria and said the light appeared to vanish and reappear several times. Columbus recorded it looking like a light of a wax candle moving up and down. Though they would sight land soon after, the light could not have been a misidentified shore fire as Columbus reported that land was still far beyond the horizon. Additionally, he reported that the light at times could be seen below the waterline and then at the end lifted off into the night sky. The Brazilian Coast Sighting, 1965 over the years, many witnesses have reported immense cigar-shaped crafts emerging from the oceans and flying off into the sky. In 1965, one such event was recorded in the logs of witnesses aboard the Norwegian ship TT Yavesta. The Yavesta had their sighting on July the 6th, around 6.52 p.m. off the coast of Brazil. Yavesta's chief mate, Torgrim Lean, explained that he and several crew members saw a bright object in the sky rapidly approaching the ship. From the port side, that would be the left side of the ship, they could see an intense blue light moving at incredible speed. The cigar-shaped object passed over the ship at a height of only about 650 feet above them. It was enormous in size, resembled no known aircraft, and was incredibly brightly lit in golden orange, a bluish tint near the rear of the object. The object was only visible for about 30 to 40 seconds and made no sound as it passed over them. The port side lookout believed the object had risen out from the ocean itself. Captain H.A. Trovik certified the signed log and submitted it. Shag Harbor, Canada's Roswell, 1967. It's been referred to as Canada's Roswell and has been reported as the strongest evidence for the existence of extraterrestrial visitation in Canada. The sighting occurred at Shag Harbor, a small fishing port in Nova Scotia, late in the evening of October the 4th, 1967. Residents reported a large object with a row of bright lights crashing into the water of the harbor. Officers of the Royal Canadian Mountain Police and at least six civilians witnessed what was at first believed to have been an airplane crash. From the shoreline, police reported a shining light on the surface of the water below slowly descending into the depths. Search boats then reported a large patch of thick, unexplainable yellow foam where the object was located. 
Some could still see distant strange lights as it moved through the deep. The Canadian government conducted a three-day underwater search of the area, but failed to locate any object or debris. The sighting remains unsolved. The Strange Case of the USS Trepang, 1971 In 2015, a French magazine published photos reportedly taken and leaked from a 1971 American naval mission in the Arctic Circle. The photos were shocking and reportedly had never been seen before. They depicted an unidentified flying object, cigar-shaped and surrounded by a smoky mist, hovering above the ocean. The object then turns upward, revealing a triangular shape before diving beneath the waves. The photos appeared to have been taken from the view of a submarine periscope. An investigator discovered that the photos were allegedly taken from the USS Trepang back in March of 1971 while on a mission in the Arctic Ocean. Records indicate the vessel was indeed reported in that area at the time, with Rear Admiral Dean R. Sackett Jr. commanding. Sackett was contacted but refused to acknowledge the photo's existence. The sighting was reportedly made by John Klicka, who saw the strange object through the sub's periscope. Klicka also denied seeing anything unusual. Some believe the photos depict an experimental aircraft, the Ariane 26. However, test pilots and aviation experts freely admit any testing of that craft in the Arctic Circle would have been problematic and reckless. The Palos Verdes Peninsula Sightings, 1992 For many years, witnesses have reported seeing UFOs in the vicinity of the Palos Verdes Peninsula in Southern California, with many seeing inexplicable things coming out of the water in the San Pedro Channel. Strange blue and green lights have been seen over the channel for decades. Often, multiple lights can be seen skimming the ocean surface not even a half mile from the coastline. In 1992, a kayaker was about four miles off the peninsula when he viewed a waterspout forming just a few hundred yards away. As he watched, the funnel stopped rotating and the mist around the spout faded away, revealing what appeared to be a rotating column of solid ice. Needless to say, he was shocked and stared in amazement. He estimated the ice column's height to about 100 to 150 feet. The column collapsed back into the ocean, but the kayaker was able to find floating fragments of ice, some with fish frozen within. The occurrence was never explained. That area has now been marked as restricted, as there are many no-trespassing signs posted. What lurks below in Palos Verdes? People wonder to this day. Baltic Sea Anomaly, 2011 in June 2011, a Swedish-based salvage group, Ocean X, were searching the Baltic Sea when they happened upon a strange and fascinating formation which has since been referred to as the Baltic Anomaly. This formation is a 197-foot diameter circular structure on the ocean floor, lying at a depth of 275 feet. It is resting on a tall pillar and has what looks like a staircase, leading to a dark opening. Leading up to the structure appears to be what resembles a 980-foot skid mark. No one knows what the formation is or how it got there. Is it some sort of vintage underwater base or a sunken alien craft? Whatever it is, it appears to be 
petrified solid. Further examination and research is planned, and maybe the results of the investigation will shed light on USOs in the future. The Lake Ontario Sighting, 2013 In December 2013, the Mutual UFO Network, or MUFON, one of the oldest and largest civilian UFO investigating organizations in the world, published a report from an investigation in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. An eyewitness reported several curious glowing orbs above Lake Ontario. This witness wasn't the first to report the odd occurrence, as these strange lights have been reported several times in the past. Back in 1981, five witnesses were driving along Lake Ontario in the early evening and saw what they claim was a dome-shaped object flying over the water. They tried to follow the object along the shoreline for some time, before they observed it descend into the water of the lake, where they lost sight of it. In fact, in 1977, the book, The Great Lakes Triangle, by Jay Gurley, chronicles the many planes and people that have disappeared over Lake Ontario, as well as the many UFO sightings. Some theorize the lake could be the location of a hidden underwater UFO base. The Swedish Sighting, 2014 in another Baltic Sea sighting on October 17, 2014, off the coast of Stockholm, Sweden, only about 875 yards offshore, witnesses reported seeing a strange object moving through the Baltic Sea. Numerous reports were made to the authorities about the bizarre object that appeared to be moving just below the surface, with just a small portion seen occasionally rising above the waterline. Believing a Russian submarine was operating in their territory, the Swedish Navy mobilized to hunt the object. By the time naval vessels reached the area, it had disappeared. However, some civilians were able to photograph the object from the shoreline. Swedish intelligence was unable to uncover any trace of a Russian submarine operation, and Moscow denied having any ships in the area, which the American Navy was able to confirm. Naval vessels were able to locate marks along the sea floor in the area, created by something large and heavy skimming along the bottom. The sighting remains unexplained to this day. The Green Bay UFO, 2016 The area around Green Bay off Lake Michigan, and in fact the Great Lakes themselves, is a hot spot for UFO activity. One report occurred as recently as November the 28th, 2016, when a huge object was seen emerging from Green Bay near Little Samico, Wisconsin. The witnesses were a group of friends and neighbors outside stargazing around 2.10 a.m. They all claimed the immense triangular object rose out of the bay to about 500 feet in the air. One side of the craft was believed to be about 100 to 145 feet in length. The whole event occurred just 1,000 feet from them. One witness went on record claiming the object began moving at a speed of 40 miles per hour and gave off a muffled jet sound. As it climbed from sea level, it turned on its side and traveled westbound, gaining elevation as it did until it vanished from sight. She further claimed the object appeared dark except for some blue flashing lights. While these do appear to be very bizarre encounters with objects that are strange and challenging to identify, many people believe these reports to be factual. But are they really as mysterious as they seem? After all, there could be reasonable explanations for some of the many cases reported over the years, right? Well, one possible explanation scientists, especially marine biologists and oceanographers, point to is bioluminescence. 
That's when the sea sparkles in neon blue or green or even red. A natural chemical process, bioluminescence, allows living things to produce light in their body. Some marine creatures like fish, squid, tiny crustaceans, and algae produce bioluminescence to either confuse predators, attract prey, or even lure potential mates. We humans can witness this natural phenomenon when there is lots of bioluminescence in the water, usually from an algae bloom of plankton. The bioluminescent sea will glow when it's disturbed by a wave breaking or a splash in the water at night. You can also see specks of bioluminescence when it's created nearby by a light-producing marine creature. Is it possible bioluminescence could be misidentified for USOs? In some cases, unfamiliar witnesses might make an error in identification. However, most of those at sea on a regular basis are quite familiar with the look of and needed conditions for bioluminescence. It seems a stretch that mariners, ancient or modern, would make an error in such instances. Another possible explanation is simple misidentification of ordinary objects. Just like UFOs can be mistaken for planes, clouds, planets, weather balloons, and such, USOs might also be cases of mistaken identity. Witnesses may be seeing experimental government craft, or perhaps just a group of scuba divers on a nighttime, or maybe the lights of commercial submarines used for oceanographic pursuits, or even underwater salvage jobs. Yet there are compelling examples, as we have heard, of objects traveling in and out of the ocean at high speed. A high-speed underwater object certainly cannot be explained away as scuba divers or a mini-sub. UFOs could come from the deep oceans rather than deep space, according to a former policeman who now researches alien activity. Gary Heseltine, the vice president of the International Coalition for Extraterrestrial Research, told the British tabloid newspaper The Sun that UFOs are often seen coming in and out of the water and that in our deepest oceans and trenches, we may well have alien bases. Well, that may be speculative at best, but not impossible. In January 2021, an unidentified flying object spotted in Hawaii caught enough people's attention to get the Federal Aviation Administration involved. FAA agents confirmed they did receive reports about the UFO from police, who were getting several 911 calls about it. The callers all said they saw a large blue object fall out of the sky and into the ocean. Multiple videos showed the object flying in the night sky near Haleakala Avenue in Nanakule. I looked up and then I was like, oh shoot, Mistina Sape said in an interview with Hawaii News Now. I started calling my husband then because they were all in the garage and I was like, hey, come look up here. See if you see what I see. They all did. I don't know what it was. This this one was going so fast, Sape said. Sape has never been a believer in UFOs, but the bright blue object intrigued her so much that she jumped in the car and followed after it. Her investigation ended three miles later when the blue light, which she described as being larger than a telephone pole, appeared to fall into the ocean. It crashed through the water without making a sound. That's when Sape and her husband called 911. When officers arrived, they all spotted a second light in the sky. My husband went to look up and he saw the white one coming. The white one was smaller. It was coming in the same direction as the blue one. The white light passed over a nearby town and disappeared from view. 
Honolulu Police Department said it did not have any information about the case it could release. However, the FAA said it received a report from the department about a possible airplane down in the area. The FAA said it did not have any aircraft disappear off the radar, nor any reports of overdue or missing aircraft. To this day, I don't know what it was, Sape said. Since ancient times, the vast lake Baikal in Russia has been known as deeply mysterious. But in the closing years of the Soviet era and since, it has been the location of a number of alleged sightings of possible aliens and USOs. In 1977, when Leonid Brezhnev ruled the Soviet Union, two researchers named V. Alexandrov and G. Seleverstov were in a submersible device at a depth of 1,200 meters in the lake. That's three-quarters of a mile down. The researchers turned off their spotlights to explore the depth of penetration of sunlight into the water. Suddenly, the scientists were bathed in light from an unusual glow. Alexandrov recalled, It was so like if our device was lit from above and the side by two strong spotlights. Only a minute later, unknown floodlights went out and we found ourselves in total darkness. In 1982, seven military divers were reported to have come across aliens under the waters of Lake Bacall. Alexei Tivanenko, a doctor of history, said, at a depth of 164 feet, they met swimmers over nine feet tall, dressed in tight-fitting silvery suits. They did not have any scuba or other devices, just helmets on their heads. Author Andrew Collins says reports of USOs continue. There have been reports that objects, strange lights, actually rise up out of the waters into the air and move around for a period of time and then disappear. And often this is either witnessed from the beach or is experienced close at hand by fishermen. And it's said that sometimes these objects come so close that the fishermen can actually feel the heat as they pass. He added, people often talk about seeing light not only in the sky but in the ocean as well that you see lights in the ocean and then you see lights flying past overhead and sometimes crashing into the ocean like a plane crash in march 2019 a pair of strange lights were spotted in the shallows near a british seaside town leaving locals more than just a bit baffled people had spotted the mysterious lights from the strickland's Glen area of bangor the lights were spotted from the shore but shining from deep under the coastal waters, and were said to be shaped like little spacecrafts. Witness Eve O'Connor explained the lights had appeared after a strange fog lifted, saying, It was like two pinkish sheens on the water that were concentrated in the middle. There had been this strange on-off fog as soon as we had left for the coastal path, and I thought maybe it was the sun breaking through in a strangely specific way. I do believe in supernatural occurrences, but if I see something strange, I'd like to first think of what the logical reasons might be behind it. Popular mechanics writer Kyle Mizokami says, Something's out there, in the skies and beneath the waves. As an example, one report logged in April 2019 states that an object resembling a small white boat flew up out of the water near Imperial Beach, California at about 500 feet. The object promptly flew south at a very high rate of speed. Whatever USOs are, 
figments of the imagination, mechanical malfunctions, secret government craft, or even the work of extraterrestrials. There's a long history of sightings, and a mystery to be solved. While no underwater alien bases have been found, the oceans and deepwater lakes on our planet do defy exploration owing to their depths and immensity. Some might even suggest, if we can't find Bigfoot in the forest, how can we ever find these strange USOs in the vastness of the oceans? So while we do have compelling eyewitness accounts of strange crafts entering, exiting, and traveling in our waters, in the end, determining what they are, where they come from, and what they are doing beneath the waves is currently unanswerable, at least for now. Postscript. In another Navy incident on October the 24th, 1989, the crew aboard the submarine USS Memphis began to experience electrical malfunctions and a loss of navigational control. They were off the Florida coast, and it was decided that it was the safest thing to do to stop the sub. No cause could be found for the issue, so the captain ordered the nuclear reactor to be shut down, to switch to diesel engines, and surface the sub. Once above water, the surface watch noticed a bright red light illuminating the otherwise dark rainy night. They saw it was actually coming from a large inverted V-shaped object hovering just over the port side. The captain ordered a distance measurement and using a laser rangefinder, the object was found to be 200 meters from them at the closest point and 1,000 meters at the farthest point, making it an incredible half mile across in size. The object made a half circle around the sub, passing across the stern, causing electrical interference as it did so. The object then moved off at remarkable speed, being out of sight within seconds. The sub's systems then returned to normal. The military was never able to explain the incident. Well, in our next episode, we take a look at the creepy phenomenon of the United Kingdom's huge black cats. A large black panther might not be out of place in a zoo, but these strange cryptids are being spotted in places where they just shouldn't be. While it's true large black cats have been spotted in other countries and regions, they seem to be particularly evident in the UK. So that's where we'll head for our investigation. What are these cats? Where do they come from? Are they dangerous? We'll try to find the answers. And of course, we'll provide you some true stories of contemporary sightings and encounters with the UK's mysterious large black cats. Next time on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. And now it's time for the episode quiz. It is time for the quiz, so let's get right to it. The Rougarou is what kind of creature? Is it A, a French phantom cat? B, a Mississippi gator man? C, a Louisiana werewolf? Or D, a Haitian witch? Once again, the Rougarou is what kind of creature? Is it a French phantom cat, a Mississippi gator man, a Louisiana werewolf, or a Haitian witch? And the answer is... C. A Louisiana werewolf. 
It throws its head back, letting out a blood-curdling howl to the moon. No ordinary werewolf, though. This is the terrifying Louisiana creature known as the Rougarou. The story of the Rougarou, also known as the Loupgarou, is not unique to southern Louisiana. It seemed to have traveled from France to anywhere French people settled. Loup is French for wolf, and garou comes from the Frankish word garuft, also meaning wolf. The Rougarou is essentially Louisiana's bayou-dwelling werewolf, and it's a prominent figure in Cajun folklore. This creepy creature is said to live in the swamps and sugarcane fields of southern Louisiana, waiting for its next victim. The story of the Rougarou is centuries old. It is most often described as having a human body with the head of a wolf or dog with glowing red eyes and razor-sharp teeth. So wolves no longer exist in Louisiana. If there are no longer any wolves, then seeing a seven-foot-tall wolf probably points to something definitely more sinister and supernatural. Adding to the paranoia and terror of the situation is that during the day, the creature is in human form. So it could literally be anybody. But at night, they take the form of the Rougarou on the prowl for blood. The truth is, the Rougarou could be anyone, even someone close to you. If you want more on the Rougarou, check out Season 1, Episode 11 of the Paranormal Factor Podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave, if you could, please do me just two favors. First of all, if you did enjoy the show, please leave a like on your favorite listening application. And secondly, if you liked what you heard, please spread the word. Love to have some new listeners out there to join you. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Keep your eyes open for the unusual folks, and thanks for stopping by.